Welcome to Geekonomics. Happy Juneteenth to everyone out there in the video land. I don't even know what you would call this land. Streaming land? But whatever it is. Anyways, we're here. We're back. And we're here to talk all things nerd going on in the world today. How are you doing, Brian? How's things? I'm I know you're very it. fragile, so we're going to be very careful with you. Be this is uh, my Death Stranding t-shirt. <laughs> okay. I have no uh, idea what that is. So. Uh, video game. Oh. Um, doing well, you, Mark. You kids in your video games. Yeah, doing well. Um, I have today off. Um, yes, because in Mass, that's Juneteenth is an actual holiday. It's a federal holiday for everyone, but not every state has officially yes. signed off on it. Yes, Connecticut starts next year. Yes, so I get next year. I'll have today yeah. off. Yeah, but, but it, it is a federal issue. holiday. So working, and I'm in the office now. I think it's fantastic with Juneteenth and that the president uh, signed off to make it a federal holiday. But oh, this, here makes goes. Me, this makes me realize. Ryan, Ryan's he, opinions do not. Do, no, do not hold on. Let me speak. Jesus Christ. What I'm saying is it proves how easy a president can make Election Day a federal holiday. Yes. For some strange reason, no matter what, it won't happen. I, yeah. I, it boggles my effing mind. Because there's a certain selection of the, the political spectrum that does not, does not want Joe public having access to voting. But what I'm saying is Joe Biden could make that a federal holiday, just like he made yeah. Juneteenth a federal holiday. Yeah. I don't well, actually understand. You had to go through Congress, then he had to sign off on it. I just don't understand. Just make go forth and try to make this a federal holiday. That's that's it's the one least. day yeah. I would want to be a federal holiday. I it don't know. Things so much easier. It would for a lot of people. Yeah. Anyway, I like I said, I'm happy. I'm like not in my, in my place. They do give uh, a PTO allotment. Of no matter if you have time left or not, to even like non-salaried employees, four hours of PTO time that you can take to go vote. So that's, that's what I think a lot of companies are, are using that now as a thing. Like you can take time off without any repercussions to go vote. Yeah. Well, not all employee employers are like that. No, what I'm saying, but I think that's that's like an initiative at least that's in the works for a lot of places. Yeah. But so, I'm happy that Juneteenth is not, it's been a holiday for this is second year, I believe. Yes. Last year was yeah. the first year. Um, I will admit, I was, I will be a big enough person to admit, I didn't know anything about Juneteenth until that Watchmen show was on HBO. Well, think about the Juneteenth. I, well, the story of what that was. 
Yeah, I think a lot of people didn't know because yeah. we didn't learn it in history class. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think it's a great thing. I know Enfield had a thing on the town green. Yes, they did uh, it yesterday. yesterday. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The uh, Ujima uh, African American. I'm going to mess up their name, but it's Ujima something. Yeah, really cool. The organization that put it together. They, uh, one of the ladies that I that volunteers here. And they do a show, the uh, Ministries of Love and Hope. She's a part of that organization. And she was telling me all about what they had planned and everything. So that's cool. A beauty calendar up promoting it and everything for months now. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I think there was also this past weekend, uh, Pride at the Mall event, I think was uh, last weekend. You don't, want ha- you don't want to have anything at the mall. It's well, they actually like had a whole because they used the mall. They used like a portion of the mall as like a, like they used to have like you remember we did the the Girl Scout thing. Yes. They had it at that same location. They had like a stage and everything, and had like uh, a drag competition and a whole bunch of different events going on. And that stuff. mall is so dead. I would be so afraid to use it to for anything. Well, I guess that's kind of what it's like oddly turning into is like a convention space. Because like I know that there's like a a big uh, shoe trade show going on there. They had a home show there a couple months ago. And the home show's there now. And I know that there's like a bunch of car shows that are going on there. And there's a car like competition going on in the parking lot. And I know that like they're doing like the carnival in the parking lot there still. So I think that's like, I not a terrible idea to kind of like convert that into a convention space because it's big enough to hold conventions in just it just can't keep the store in there no but you can use it like stores could be in there and be like the places that people visit during their conventions but there's no source of visit other than target no but you have the bigger spaces that you can convert into it yeah 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 totally like if you like think about like if we go to any of these comic shows or any of those like even trificon like that space, you could turn like the old G Fox area, the old Sears area into a convention space and just rent it out and just have your conventions in those places. That's like, I know. they could plenty of parking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We just came up with a whole idea to save them all, everybody. Look at that. You can feel free to use that. We won't even charge you for it. Well, no, we're charging you. Oh, we're charging you, but I mean, we're going to be nice. Free movie stuff. tickets. Yes. Give us free, free movie, movie tickets. tickets. For yeah, for life. We're good. So not the Enfield movie theater, but yes. the Westfield movie theater. We are seeing Thor in West Enfield, <laughs> which I'm excited for Thor. Chain. So technically it works. We can yeah. just not go to that movie theater, but yeah. you know. We got our tickets. We're, yes. it, it, I mean, those tickets were going quick on Thursday yeah. opening night. That was I'm quite glad. the experience, getting tickets for that. I just use the Cinemark app and I get them into... Oh, but it's always like, it's more of the this discussion of getting the tickets than the actual getting of the tickets. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who's going to handle this person's ticket? Is this person going to come? Who's coming? Who's having to bring people to come with them to go to the... Well, John's bringing Hutzle, so yeah. that's good. Yeah. We're all driving ourselves. And yeah. I'm excited that we haven't seen the last Marvel movie, a group of us went to was black widow like we yeah, saw that was an agawam yeah that was the agawam theater and ever since then it's like part of us yeah. part of the group half yeah. of the group couldn't go yeah um so it's kind of, it was a different day you know or they had to work yes um or they thought they had covid or yes. whatever yes. um 
So it would be, it's going to be nice to have the gang back together. I yeah. Guess. So yeah. we're excited. But Mark, before we get into the show, we should talk about East of the River comic book collectible show this Sunday. Yes, at American Legion on Route 5, right next to the Dunkin' Donuts, across from the burned-out Ardioli Dodge building, or down yes. the street the burned-out Ardioli Dodge building. 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Uh, early bird starts at 9 a.m., and it's... Three. $3. I got to keep track, because there's two ones I'm helping with the doors now, so it's like I can't keep track of which ones. You're working the door at this one? You better I'll be working the door at this one. I'll be at the door. $3. Well, I wait till Scott just tells me day of, and then I just do it. I don't, he says it on the flyer. I don't need to know that until day of. You, you should know that if you're collecting money. Well, I know. He'll tell me day of. I'll be like, how much is it? And he'll be like, here. I'm like, okay, thanks. Uh, yeah, three, a dollar. Dollars at a dollar. There you go. Um, Nine to ten, and then after that, it's a dollar. Yeah, it should be good. Uh, yeah. Should be a real good one. Yeah, I'm going to have... The door. I'm going to have a lot of new toys I'm going to be selling. I went to my first auction since 2019. Ah, did you go to the Golden Gavel? I did. It was a toy ah, auction last ooh. Saturday. Um, I would have went. Well, I don't. I don't know if you're into that. You're not into auctions, the auction house. Yeah, yeah. I've gotten into it. I don't go to them. I've never been to one, but I like to experience one. Well, I didn't know. Me and Allison, I was like, "Oh, we're going." So we went I, and no, I love, like, I'm a huge. Uh, that uh, uh, antique roadshow show this has become like I got the PBS Living app. Yeah. After my mom passed away, I dived deep into um, the, the, the that roots show, the follow your learn about your roots show. I don't know why, like I just all of a sudden like got deep into that, and the only way you could watch it on like, PBS Living. So I got that app, and now it's like Antique Roadshow Mondays is our thing now at the house. Claire and I watch multiple episodes well the auctions every thursday mark yeah well next time there's a toy one let me know i'll, I'll let you know i i mean i we went i filled the whole paper up they called me on monday i won four um lots nice um i'm going to be selling probably half of it half of the stuff i wanted yeah um so i i will have some cool stuff i will be selling we'll talk after the show's over and see what you might want to before you sell it all well you'll see you'll see i know i'm not gonna i don't want to like get like a same like public for like option i want to be in the you know pre you know i think i earned some privileges to know what's going to be available you do know you'll be at the east of the river show early yeah but if i can get it beforehand and not have to wait and to see it day of why not? Would I? Why would I not want that as your best friend? That should be something I should be able to have that option. All right, all right. We'll, we'll do an auction afterwards. I don't want an auction. I don't want it to be an auction. I want just buy it from you. You jerk. I don't know. I mean, I don't really know if you're going to be that interested in what I have, but no, we'll talk about it later. All right. Um, I might have some stuff for you to sell for me as well. All right. Well, I got plenty of good stuff. Um, so it should be a good show this Sunday. I've plastered the internet with the flyer. Yeah. I've plastered Enfield with flyers. I've seen. So we should be good. Yeah. I'm very excited. I'm excited. It's one of my, it's like one of my favorite shows of the year. Yeah. And then we have another show in July in Manchester. Which I will not be at. Andrew's no. very sad about it. Yeah. Andrew's show I'm very excited for. Oh, he's heartbroken. I think. <laughs> That's the rumor. 
Um, so so he texted Mark, me. He's like, oh, I'm heartbroken. You're not going to be there. I wanted to see you. I'm like, well, I'll see you at Scott's show. He's like, oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> Before we jump into news, yes. let's talk about our week. I'll let you go first, Mark. How was your week? And it was good. Noting. It was, uh, yeah, this past over the weekend was uh, the second race of the cart series that I run. We were in Poughkeepsie. Uh, so Claire went to school in Poughkeepsie. Oh, that's cool. So the Connery Institute is right located right in that town, in that area, or Hyde Park, technically, but whatever. Um, so we went, it's like the next town over from Poughkeepsie. So uh, she came up with us, Josh and I, and uh, we had separate rooms. Josh and I were in one room. Claire was in a different room. That's not true. But anyways, uh, so yeah, so we went around Saturday night. We went up Saturday because the race was on yesterday. And we tooled around Poughkeepsie and Claire. We went to the Hyde Park area where her school is. And uh, she showed us we could like see it through the trees because you can't like get on campus unless you have like a reservation and the whole thing. It was a whole rigmarole she didn't want to go through. But uh, we drove around and she showed us all her old haunts and all the bars and stuff she used to hang out at. And different like roller rinks and like drive-in movie theater that's right on the side of the road that they have. It's very old timey towny which is kind of cool. Yeah. And then uh, we went to uh, the Everready Diner, which is like the place she used to go anytime like her parents would come and visit. They'd go to that diner. And we, had, we ate there and that was fun because she was talking about when that happened and my mom was a huge, she loved going to diners. So we talked about that. So it was a nice little, nice little like thing to hang out. And, you know, it was fun to hang out with Josh a little bit. Yeah. Diners are a good time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, and just hanging out with Josh for outside of everything else that's been going on. It's been nice. It was nice to, you know, have a good time and relax and not have to worry about any of their stuff. So, yeah, so we did that. That was fun. Came back yesterday after the races and everything. And besides that, not much else going on. Just, you know, doing the, the regular work, work week stuff. Getting ready for vacation coming up. When's your vacation? The week of July 12th. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll be here on the Monday, but I mean, not here, but I'll be in town on the Monday. Gotcha, gotcha. So we can still do the show on the Monday if, you, if we're able to. Well, the few things I, I got to talk about so. will lead to conversation for both of us. So I think this is going to be good. Okay. Um, I finished Letter of Kenny. Oh, yay. Um, appreciation day so good such a good episode that last season was really good um i loved how the season finale kind of tied in to going into shorzy yes um i thought that was great um and i just finished shorzy this morning oh what a great season i i'm assuming we're getting a season two the way it ends i don't want to spoil it Uh, i was getting season 11 of leader kenny as well yeah, probably at the end of the year or next year. Yeah, um, yeah. I love these shows and I can't, I, I, okay. Episode, the last episode of Shorzy, I was waiting so long because I didn't want it to end. Yeah. I missed the characters already. They're so quick. Like the Shorzy yeah. ones. Letter Kenny is a little bit longer, but Shorzy seems like it's a quicker yeah. speed. Um, but the show that's kind of taken its place is um, I told you about Our Flag Means Death on HBO Max. I tried. I've tried it. 
You didn't like it? I don't not like it. It's just, I don't know. I don't know if it's, I don't know. You go beyond the first episode or you just? I don't know. I've gone through, like, I'm pretty much half, like, almost. Oh, wow. You're further than me. Three quarters away through the season. I watched the pilot and I love the pilot. I think I'm still in the first season. There's only one season. Oh, okay. They did announce the season two is coming. That's what it was. Yeah. But no, so I'm like three quarters of the way through. I might have gotten to the end of the season. I can't remember. But it's just, it, it, it's funny in parts, but it just was, I don't know. It wasn't as like funny as Letterkenny for me, but it was. No, I think it's different, but it's I like quirky. that humor. It's quirky, yeah. Yeah, I, I like that. I, I watched the first episode. I liked it a lot, but I was like, I'm going to wait till I finish Letterkenny and Shorzy before I go back. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's good. It's just, I don't know. It's, it's a less funny beyond the chat or uh, what we do in the shadows. Well, it's different. It's that same kind of humor though, but it's yeah, not the same as, kind of humor, but it's not it's as not. like, yeah, I got to get back into what we do in the shadows. I still have, oh, that I show still so good. season two. I got to get back. Like coming out like next week, I think, or something. I, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, another show, which oddly, Years ago, when it first came out, I kind of poo-pooed it. I watched the first episode. It's not for me. But I find myself really into it now is Orville. I'm Oh, my God. Like, the new season is amazing. Well, I just started season one. I'm oh, already, my gosh. I'm already five Hi. episodes in. How are you not know this? How have you not watched Orville? It is so good. What I said was. It's like, it's, it's like Seth MacFarlane's love letter to the original Star Trek. No, I know. But. Years ago, when it first came out, I yeah. watched the very first episode, and I was like, this is not for me. Yeah. And I never went back. I remember. Recently, I was like, I'm going to give Orville a second chance, because I see it's coming back for Hulu yeah. exclusively. Yeah. So I watched the first episode again, and I was like, what was wrong with me? I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Then I watched episode two, and I was like, that was awesome. Yes. Three, I'm like, Okay, I, I'm loving the show. I love it. I I like it's the so bit good. of the, the subtle bit of humor, but the Star Trek Next Generation yes. feel. Yes. It it is an it is more Star Trek than current Star, Star Trek, Trek is. Yeah. It's addicting too. Yeah. And it is like the thing I one of the things I've come to value more now since he's not alive anymore is norm mcdonald's humor well as the blob yeah, yeah. and i don't like i like i think i re-found norm mcdonald recently like i don't know i had kind of like the special came out on netflix nothing special and there's another one of like the, the guys like round table discussing norm mcdonald yeah Kind of like found those and i think it's like reconnected me to norm mcdonald's comedy i never was a big norm mcdonald fan when he was like outperforming oh he was one of my favorites on snl but, yeah he, when he was on he, snl i was into it but i don't know i think i just like lost the connection somehow but when orville came out i like refound it and like i like reconnected to norm mcdonald and now that he's gone it's even more like like how hilarious he was yeah, I loved his his blob alien character. Yeah. By the time I finish season one and two, I'm assuming season three will be all the way out because it's weekly. Yes. 
Yeah, they're like so, three or four episodes in now. Yeah, and man, yeah, and he's still in the. He was in season three. He had filmed all of season three, I guess, before he passed. It's just, it's just voiceovers, yeah. Yeah, so, so they'd already done all that stuff. So that's cool. He's, that's in, good. he's, he's in season three. That's good to know. I um, tribute to him at the beginning of the season and everything. Yeah, I rediscovered it and I really yeah. like it. So it's one of my new favorite shows right now. Yeah, no, it's great. I love it. Um, and tomorrow, my, my, my favorite band drops their summer album. Uh, Weezer is dropping right okay. their summer album. Huh? You're right there. Yeah. So you're think you got like you're looking for something in your beard or something. No, I just like I just it's so soft. I just like <laughs> I just like I'm trying to get it really low. That's my new thing. Trying uh, to get see it. like I like it had gotten long. I know there was sidetracking here, but it might have gotten very bushy on the sides. Like it grew out on the sides before the this part started growing. So I was mowing the lawn, like last time I was mowing the lawn and it was just like drenched in sweat and it was just like dripping. And I was like, not tooting my own horn, but since I've lost some weight, like my neck is not as wide. Yeah. So it like drained, like the sweat runs down to my neck and like gets like on my collar and then my collar like rubs my neck and it bothers me. So I was like, I got to trim it down and get rid of it. Well, so I was it, like, hey, your beard was so good. I'm like, I can't. It is summertime. It's hard it's to have a beer. It's getting tough to, yeah. Yeah. Um, it gets too warm and then like it's like itchy. And, uh, uh. Um, but yeah, issues tomorrow. Man issues. Hashtag. Hashtag man. Man issues. Tomorrow, brand new Weezer. I'm super excited. They're putting it out for my birthday, which is fantastic. Yes. Don't forget everybody. Tomorrow's Brian's birthday. So make sure you flood his Facebook with happy birthday. Brian man oh man yeah i'm turning three years old 43 hey isn't it weird that we started the, number of the king brian yeah we st- literally the number of the king richard petty was number 43 when he raced so um they call him the king of nascar so literally it's the number of the king isn't it weird to think we started recording we started doing radio stuff when I was 20 something my in my 20 we were both in our 20s oh god 24 25 maybe yeah isn't it weird next month Mariah will be 29 years old and Mariah was seven years old when she came into the radio station yes. and she said to me hit me yeah hit me and I'm like what is your problem she was seven that was her problem seven that was her problem she was seven that's what kids at seven years old want. Now, want I want to. I want to. Want to say she didn't mean like strike her in the face. She was like hit her on the arm. Like she yes. was trying yeah. to prove that she could take pain. Yeah, she was as a, at that weird age where they like want you to. They want to show like they're they're, they're tough. To hang. They're able to hang with the, the, the bigger kids. And I, nobody hit her. We no. laughed. Yes, because they and, have like that weird thing where they're like, "This is what you need to do to prove to bigger kids that you're tough. Is you need to be hit." I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It I, remember was weird. That age. I remember that age when that was the same thing where you'd like hang out with the sixth graders. You want to like, I'm tough. I'm tough. Yeah. I can handle it. And that means you accept me into your tribe. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, very <laughs> right back weird. Now you're like, what is wrong with us? What was Yeah. It? What is wrong? Yeah. It's a weird human thing that connects that. So bizarre. Yes. Um, 
I, I, yeah, anyway, anyway, so yeah. I'm excited. It's even more strange as a brother to be like, don't, please stop. Why? You're, what? It's even weirder as the brother of when that's happening yeah. to be like, why stop? This is weird. You're weirding out my friend and making him feel strange. We all felt strange in that moment. We all <laughs> felt strange in that moment. Uh, um, fun with younger siblings. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Um, I got... I did finish Stranger Things. Oof. Um, uh, we it was, a, it was a rough season. Fantastic, man! I'm excited. To, we're excited to see what happens in July. I guess we should wait for our final. Dis- we can talk about the whole thing when it comes out. There's a lot to talk about. Like it's yeah. a lot of stuff, so it's like hard to like break it up into not have its own show. Which might we we can do like the week before the final two episodes come out. Just yeah. spend the whole show talking about this part of the season to like recap before we go into the final two that would be next week yeah so they're gonna come first which is good because next because this week is the final uh obi-wan so yeah which if it's it's gonna have to be a humdinger because what's going on in that show but yeah stranger things was by far one of my favorite things i've seen on they're gonna be long too uh two hours each i think for the two finale episodes like each episode has been a movie Yes. Basically. Oh, yeah. And everybody, the acting, the writing, the uh, production, yeah. it's like the standard, like the best thing Netflix has put out in a long time. Well, it's the only thing Netflix puts out at this point. It's like all they got, basically. They put out something like literally every week. I know, but I mean, it's the only good thing they put out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is very true. This is their tentpole at this it point. Is. It it's is. the only thing holding Netflix together is Stranger Things. Well, there's other things. There's other things that are. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, ninety-five percent of it's Stranger Things. Yeah. Um, but the- no, you can just like like the, the the thought process of getting to the end of it, and then like feeling dumb and being like, "How did I not like connect these things to get to where we are at the end of that last episode of the first?" Well, season? I had a hunch that the so helper. Crazy was going to be someone important. And then when you find out he's number one, but then you also find out- well, I figured that part out. Guy. I figured that part out easy enough. That was kind of obvious. It's like, well, he's got to be, the only like the only kids that they showed were two, two, whatever. They yeah. never showed one. It would make sense the orderly that is helping her would be one. But then the connection to the Creel and then that whole thing, and that the upside down wasn't invented by Vecna. It was basically invented by Eleven. I was like, yeah. holy crap. It was a humdinger of an ending. Yes. I loved it. I love, I'm like, what are they going to do? So yeah. good. Well, so yeah. good. Yeah. Um, so, only bit of news because we have, we got to talk about Obi Wan. Yes. But so, I've also watched, before we get into your news, I also watched yeah. Ms. Marvel, which I think oh, yeah. is one of the smartest things Marvel has done as a whole in a long time. Because this is their way of bringing a whole new generation of fans into the Marvel Universe. Yeah, a younger generation. It's doing such a great job. Like, like my younger, my niece, who's like 12, like, this is her, like, gateway drug basically to the marvel universe yeah yeah this show because this is like it's so well done and it's so geared to that age group 
in such a smart way. And the character is so likable that it's like such an easy, like, here's an easy little way for you to welcome you into the Marvel universe. I, I was like, wow, it's they're such so well done and the, the yeah. visuals and the way that they're shooting it and the way they're using text messaging in the like emojis and everything in like the storytelling and the, the way they're using like background imagery of like murals on the side of buildings to tell the forward the story and everything that's cool it's visually like it's for an adult it's a great show visually to go and see and like a whole new way of storytelling basically it's very comic book-esque storytelling yeah which is really cool to see so so yeah so i'm i'm watching it because i i've tried to mention it to my niece to try to get her to watch it so that way because she seemed interested in it so and she's very artistic and she got into honors arts at her school so i'm trying to like gear her towards watching it to be like hey here's like a possible entry point not only into something i'm interested in in marvel which he's kind of interested in but also if you're wanting to go into art here's like an option animation and that kind of thing because he's very much into the anime stuff so that's cool trying to, trying to direct her in that direction i'll have something to talk to you about <laughs> and i'll actually understand it anime stuff i have no clue what you're talking about it all goes right over my head. People, the uh, younger generation loves the anime. Yeah, that's why I watched some Tag and Titan. I was trying to, because she was showing, she showed interest in it. So I was trying to, you know. Did you finish it? Yeah, I'm up to the newest season. I haven't watched the newest season yet. But, um, but I watched it. <laughs> well, speaking of Marvel, Mark, speaking of Marvel. I don't get any of it, but I, it, it was all right. Um, the uh it's been released that marvel's thunderbolts are happening it's a Which i had said before i think i mentioned on the show and i've told matt riot the same thing i thought that was where we're at well no i think we mentioned we weren't sure it was me thunder maybe we did but like if the um uh baron zemo is yes. uh the actor is going to be involved yes so the thought process is that uh uh, Countess uh, Julie Dreyfus's character and recruit the like U.S. agent and all that. It was kind of heading in that direction. That's yeah, right. we've we've watching. already seen. Um, uh, is it Yvonne or uh, Florence's Pew's character? Yes, uh, Black Widow sister two point kind of her sister. Yeah, Yvonne. Uh, yes, Ivana Romanoff. Um. And then uh, Wyatt yeah. Russell's John Walker. Yes, USA. So now we kind of know where this is going. Um, and they're kind of like their, the, the version of Suicide Squad. They're kind of, they're not, they, they're wannabe heroes. They're, they're not like, you know, they're kind of like the, the, the lower ground heroes. They want to be the Avengers, but they're not. Um, yeah. And there's also talks that potentially, because we've seen uh, Tim Roth's um, Abomination show up now twice, he showed up yes. in Ten Rings, and then in the She-Hulk trailer, he, yes, showed he shows up again. Yeah. 
that there could be a possibility he could be part of the Thunderbolts too. That is just speculation right now. Um, but I mean, it, it's interesting because it's something we've wondered where these characters are going. Yeah. Um, so I guess we'll find out more, but Thunderbolts could be the next big team up um, movie with these kind of lower level heroes, wannabe heroes. Um, I think it's interesting because we, we need, I kind of feel like a lot of MCU people were really like thirsty for a kind of a team up movie. It feels like it's been forever, even though it hasn't been. 2019 yeah. was. And the cool thing too is like reading, it's probably the same uh, story you're reading, which I just found on IGN. Yeah. Is that they could like connect it to the fact that uh, it's called Thunderbolts in honor of uh, General Thunderbolt Ross from the Hulk thing. Right. And he died. The yeah. actor died. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but they could still say it's named in his honor. That's why they yes. have, like, this was his thing that he started or launched uh, Julie Liberty Strifus into recruiting these people to yeah. bring up this team. And she names it Thunderbolts because of him. So that'd be like the nice, like, tie around of the MCU thing. Right. Um, the, the, the same guy who uh, wrote the screenplay for Black Widow is going to be writing this and they got Paper Town's Jake Trier to be directing um, it's going to be a movie not a uh, yeah it's going to be a movie not a Marvel like not a Disney not Marvel. a show yeah um, so I think this could be Marvel's Suicide Squad in a way you get these oddball you get these not fit for primetime superheroes. Um, I think it should be really good. I'm wondering if we're going to get more teasers of the Countess recruiting more people. Countess, I'm assuming she'll pop up. Like, way to do it, a while. The way I think they might do it is if they're doing it in a movie, they could be using the Marvel uh, TV universe as a way to populate the team by like having like show up in the different shows and recruit the villains of that show like i could see her like recruiting like kingpin from the hawkeye show or like yeah but they're not villains they're 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 still they see the people i know but like they're really villains well like i mean like echo she could recruit echo in the echo show which is coming out next year yeah this movie might her to be in that group of the money like the Marvel Universe team of Thunderbolts, you know, it could be like that kind of thing where she like appears to recruit like the sub, like not the villains, but like the the characters who are portrayed as the villains but aren't really well, the villains. We've already like, seen her recruit. She was already yeah, on US Agent. Uh, Hawkeye. I mean, not Hawkeye. Uh, Winter Soldier. The yeah. uh, Winter Soldier. Well, she wasn't Hawkeye. She recruited Florence Pugh in that. Yes, that was before the Hawkeye show. She did it in the Black Widow movie. Yes. It returned to like she had returned to recruit her kind of thing. Yeah. So so we'll see where it goes. I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Um we'll yeah, it makes sense because I had said I think that's where I thought that's where they were heading was Thunderbolts. Yeah. The kind of way they were setting up the Marvel shows was that like direction kind of. I do, I do agree. Yeah. Um, all right, Mark. Anti heroes, as I like to yeah, call Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're kind of like, you know, they want to be cool, but they're just, yeah. they're just not. They're, they're like, they, 
they're not villains, but they're also not heroes kind of thing. Yeah. Like U.S. Agent was a hero, wanted to be a hero, but just couldn't hack it. So it wasn't the bad guy either, but just wasn't good. Right. So it was like that weird, it's that weird dynamic. Um, all right, Mark. I caught up with Obi-Wan just the other day, four and five. Yes. The finale is on Wednesday. Whew, the end of five. Wow. Um, really, I didn't, I found it to be underwhelming about what they did with the end of five. I was like, end well, of five to me, we know me. nothing's going to happen. So I'm not that. No, well, the thing, the thing that, I've enjoyed about this series, and I think that Mar- like the universe of Disney, the universe Disney is portraying during this time frame, to me is aligning, one thing it's doing very well is aligning Darth Vader to the wider storytelling we've seen of Star Wars over the years, like through comic books, books, all these other things. Yeah. That Darth Vader is a bad person. Yeah, we know that. He's a bad guy. Like in the movies, it's always been like Darth Vader has just been Darth Vader. He's been an ominous presence. He was doing things. He had like the thing where he was redeemed and all that. But at this time frame, he's a terrible person. And they're doing a very good job of showing how bad the Empire is. Because they've always kind of made it as like bad, but just like you know, just there. They're not like really doing anything that really warrant you to. Well, like... the original movies we saw mostly the emperor, the emperor pulling the strings. Yeah, we're actually seeing uh, Vader work on his own and yes. doing horrible things. Yes, um, which I agree is the strong point. I think four and five were probably the better episodes out of this whole series so yes. far. No, for sure. The action has been better um Reva's character I don't, strange choices well i think they they didn't do a very good job they waited too long to give us reva's reasoning which we already predicted we literally predicted which everyone predicted but it was like one of those things where it's like why are you holding out on us when we all can figure it out easily that she is one of the younglings that was uh, like that survived and then obi-wan's like I'm you're not bringing me to him. I'm bringing him to you. And like, we knew that we knew. Yeah. Yeah. I still, I'm not a hundred percent on board with her reasoning. It's like, okay, I, she, she survived the younglings being killed. So why are you going after Obi-Wan? To me, it's still not clear. Like he, she wants to see Lord. Going after Obi-Wan because she knows that, Anakin is his Padawan. Like she said, and I, she said it in the episode of five, he was your Padawan. Why did you not stop him? How could he? But sh- no one knows that he had kids. Even Darth Vader himself doesn't know that he had kids. So. No, we that don't. time of the movie, like from episode three, at the end of episode three, the battle happens between Anakin and Obi-Wan. Yeah. Anakin gets beat. He throws Padme to the ground and that starts the fight. Yeah. He thinks he killed Padme because he's told by the Emperor that he killed Padme. Yes, that's right. Right. So he doesn't know that she had the kids. 
Yeah, but she, he still doesn't know right now. No, I know. So I think then Obi-Wan can't say to Reva, like, I couldn't be there because I was off to helping Padme. Well, my favorite part of this whole series is the communication device. What's his name? Shows up literally dropping names, dropping. I'm like, why would you say any of this? Then yeah. I'm like, okay, that's going to fall into someone's hands. Yes. And of course, what's his name drops it. It was so, he drops it. He looks back. And I'm like, just pick it up. Pick it up? Nope. He nope. runs. I was right away. She gets it and you hear, uh, Tatooine. You hear all the bits. I'm yeah. like, come on. Why, why would he call and be like, I'm going to give, out all the information that's super secret. I was like, no. Because well, I don't think it's like, and I think it's a misdirect too, because I don't think that's going to have anything really to do with the major part of the story of this last episode. Well, it ends on Luke's face. We know she's yeah, going. But you know that Darth Vader doesn't know where Luke is or who Luke is. No, but Reva da- now does. Reva does. So she just I think going. it's going to be that Obi-Wan's going to have to go back and defeat Reva. Now, how the hell is he going to get there in time? That's the other part. These people just show up. This show is very bizarre where people just show up like this. So he's now stuck on this little tiny um, spacecraft that doesn't have um, warp speed anymore. Um, Mm -hmm. And the guy's like, and they're right behind us. Yeah. And then we have one episode left. Uh, she's going to go down to Tatooine because she, she knows there's something. Well, remember, she's on a planet where they don't have any ships. So she's got to figure out a way to get off that planet. They, she has her ship. Well, I'm assuming they would take it. They wouldn't just leave her ship there. She has her ship, and they said they're right behind us. So she's... No, she's not with them, though. She'll have her own... She took her own ship. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't think that they would just leave her ship there. Like, the... Grand Inquisitor and Darth Vader wouldn't just turn back around and be like, oh, well, just leave her ship there, boys. We'll pick grab another one out of the warehouse when we get back to the base. The way this show works, sometimes it doesn't surprise me. She'll just show up. Next episode, she's just going to be there. Well, I think I it might know. be like a, an end of episode, like towards the end of the episode where she's going to get back to Tatooine at the same time Obi-Wan gets back to Tatooine. And they have like the which you don't know, you don't know about because you haven't seen it. But they did like the uh, I think it was in Rebels or Clone Wars. I can't remember which one, where uh, Obi Wan fights uh, Darth Maul. Yeah, like that. Like scene will happen where they have like the battle in the desert where he takes her out basically, and like then he like goes back into hiding again. Yeah. And then they'll have a season two where Leia will get kidnapped again. Well, I think it'd be something that'd be a different thing. Because I don't no, think they'll touch official. on that. It's not official. It's, it's just not official yet. But I mean, they could say, they could drop at the end of this episode. They could be like. I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I kind of feel like, do we really? I, well, I think it would be a, a, original. A, a better way to do a season two would be a time jump. Or just no. Well, no, because I think if they did like a time jump and it was obi-wan gets dragged back in to help leia but not in like a way of her being kidnapped but it's like the beginning of the rebel alliance and something happens where they come across a jedi 
or some Jedi issue happens where they need him to come and help them with it. Yeah. I but I mean, I think there might be something to do with season two, but not in the same yeah. same story timeline. They could move it forward a little bit or something. But yeah, I mean, listen, I think, I like, know, I think you, it's good, you. It's a good show. I, don't I think you enjoy it more than me. I like it when it works, but sometimes I'm just kind of like, eh, I don't know. I'm kind of. Well, I think there's like I I enjoyed I'm 50, the, 50 on it. I enjoyed the 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 uh, flashback part of it of Anakin and Obi Wan. Yeah, that was tra- nice. The training nice. and like explaining the reasoning behind Anakin's actions, kind of, and how he acts as Darth Vader. Where it kind of explains like why Darth Vader doesn't succeed at the end of the story, overall story is because he doesn't, he never could not like give in and just say that he doesn't know, like he's not, like he let his anger and aggressiveness take over and not like he has no like real direction. Well, yeah, I think we we all know that. Yeah, but I mean, I did a good job explaining that to a different like there's. A newer audience that doesn't know these things so it's like yeah i mean the scene alone i think for me this the thing that's made the show for me so far is just the thing this alone is the scene with darth vader pulling the ship down yeah that was cool i will admit that was that whole part and the part with him fighting reva was she's almost like i almost want to say verbatim what happened or close to verbatim what happened in uh Force unleashed. Yeah, like the, the the and even in uh, Fallen Order, like it was that level of Darth Vader that we see, like for the first time on like live action. Yeah, uh, listen, I think the action stuff has picked up. The stupidest moment was Obi Wan with a trench coat with a little girl, and literally nobody notices. It was like it was, I felt like I was watching. Well, a- I mean, that's a, yeah, movie. that's very yeah. It was so like he might as well just put a little mustache on too. Yes. Oh, I am just sneaking in a little girl. You know, I was like, sometimes this show is ridiculous. I liked Star Wars. Yeah, but the writing. Even, there's sometimes it's if the grand scheme of things. Like I've said to multiple people, it's Star Wars. What do you want? I I highbrow and tech and intellectual storytelling. Listen, I don't think that's an excuse for bad there writing. Some things there are some I, things even in. The originals like Han Solo and Luke wearing the stormtrooper outfits. Yes, but, but you're dressed, you're dressed up as your like, helmet was bopping around like a pinball during that scene. That's way better than a trench coat. A trench coat. I it's, don't know. It's, like one I don't, of the, it's one of those scenes where it's like everyone's too worried about what they're doing to worry about everyone else is doing. I guess. I mean, I think I re- realized the writing on this show just isn't as good as a Mandalorian. And I just have oh, to let just, that go. It was go. just a nice little story that they're telling. Like a yeah. side, like little thing like, hey, remember you like these guys when they played these characters? Yeah. I, I think I've gotten to the point personally in Star Wars where I like the original new stuff. And I'm kind of, I'm just, I just kind of like, yeah, all right. Solo, it was okay movie. Yeah. I didn't need it. Obi-Wan show right now. I'm like, yeah, it's okay. I don't need it. Like, yeah. I, I like the new original stuff. I yeah. like stuff I don't know anything about. 
Well, so, the thing too is I think it's just yeah. I'm just out on the the original storyline of Star Wars. I don't need a show where we every can little bit of information. Like, no, have stories set in that time frame, but doesn't have to involve any of the main characters. Like yeah. you could have done this Obi Wan show without Obi Wan, and it'd been fine. Like without that connection, if Obi Wan wasn't in the show at all, and it was just a story about Leia when she was younger and she got kidnapped, and some other person just went out to save her, like a bounty hunter of some sort, like Mandalorian type, was sent out on a mission to save her. Maybe he just made it the original character that they could use to translate into the Mandalorian. They could have made one show if you McGregor was younger, like. Maybe when before he met Anakin, you know, when he was in training yes. with Qui-Gon, yeah. that would have been cool. Yeah. I just, for me, I don't really care about stuff I, I can use my imagination for. Yeah. Like, this is just like filling in gaps needlessly. Yeah. Like the whole, the solo movie was like needlessly giving us information that we already knew. No, just telling you, trying to draw inside the lines without... Yeah, checking boxes, you know, yeah. checking boxes. And this show, like, I, I listen, I, I enjoy 90% of it. There's a 10% of it that's just a little off. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. To be quite honest, too. We can you know, go through the show on Wednesday and come back next week and be completely opposite direction. We could be the whole opposite and be like, holy crap, that was amazing. Yeah. It's Star Wars. They've done that to us before, where we've been like, ah, oh, the show's, you know, like Boba Fett. Ah, oh, the show's, you know, cool, but the Boba Fett the got better. Like, Holy crap! When Mandalorian showed up, yeah. When Mando so, showed up, that show got so much better. Yeah. So you don't know. It could something could happen in this next episode. Yoda could show up, and we'd be like, holy crap, Yoda's there. And now I we're, think like, we're gonna get a Qui Gon. Yeah. So if something like that happens. The whole thing changes, and it's a great show, and we're all about it again. Now I. I would say I, I think episode four on a by scale of one to ten I would give it I would give it an eight and then I actually give a nine to episode five yeah my first nine for the series and I thought I thought five was really well done now there was like I said um, I just forgive it for those moments I just have to ignore it yeah. Um, it was great to see um, Anakin and uh, back with them, uh, you know, sparring yeah. off. That was a great scene. Darth Vader, kick-ass scenes that we've seen in other uh, bits of media, but never live action, which is really cool. So we'll see how it ends. I just don't, I don't feel that compelled by the whole Luke thing because we know nothing is going to happen to Luke. So yeah. I'm. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. All right, Mark. What What are your uh, your your score for the final these two episodes? I'm still gonna like. I'll put four at a seven and five at an eight. Wow. I'm. Wow. That's weird. That I gave it a higher score than you. Wow. Really? Yeah. I give. I gave uh, four, an eight, and I give five and nine. Wow. I really liked I really like these two episodes comparatively to the first half. You know, I think I'm harsher on like Star Wars than you are. What are you talking about? I'm way more harsh. 
<laughs> I, I on mean, the grading scale, I mean, like I like expect like bigger things to be happening. I mean, I like I said, I think the show I put like, it I don't in the category. Five, I mean, the only thing that five might like if like we were getting technical, it'd be an eight point nine five for five, only because of the Darth Vader stuff at the end with pulling the ship down and right all that stuff. Besides like that, the, the Grand Inquisitor reappearing, we all figured that was happening. Yeah. That's the thing. The show, is, the, the, show is very predictable. Predictable. the show is very predictable. So predictable. Yeah. I mean, for me, though, I think if they were to do an Obi-Wan season two, I really wouldn't be that excited for it. Well, I depends on what the story okay. would be. Be more what the story would be. I mean, I like the, the story, the, the explaining why or how all this information no, I but at wanna... least like at least it's a nice little like touch to know like oh this is why leia knows who obi-wan is and knows that he's the only person that could help her at this time frame so she reaches out to him and you know like when she says these things what that's about i know like I the same thing with like rogue one there's like had that little tidbit of we know the Re- rebels got the plans for yeah. The Death Star. We don't know how they got the plans. It was like a one-line mentioned thing. I know. Like many people died to get us this information, and now we kind of know how they got that information. Yeah, I think. So it's like it's like they're taking like their idea of doing the Star Wars stories, not just turning them into Marvel shows, as opposed to making full movies out of them. Yeah, I understand, but that's all they're doing. For me, I just I like new stuff, so that's why yeah. i think i love mando the other issue too is the I newer don't stuff, know all this stuff. the new stuff is so good that's hard to take the older stuff and make it as good as the newer stuff well i think if they had filoni and they actually had the same writers this would be better they don't have yeah. those people so yeah. the, the the writer for this doesn't really have a good pedigree if you yeah. look at his imd page it yeah, is not it's the best it's not it's, it's not. not the best so I don't know why but, they picked this guy. But to go back to what you were saying, the next thing is uh, Andor, which is I think could be really well done. I hope. I hope. And then the next thing after that is Ahsoka, which is Dave Filoni's baby, basically. Like he's doing everything for it. So yeah, I mean, I'm excited for that because I don't which know much be, about it. Yeah. Um. You haven't watched the cartoons. No. And Andor, it looks good. I hope it's good, but you know, we'll see. Yeah. Um, anyway, Mark, I think we should wrap it up. Don't forget this Sunday, East of the River Comic Book and Collectible Convention, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. 10 a.m. is regular admission. Pre-mission early bird is $3. Yes. That's uh, an uh, American Legion Hall in Enfield on Enfield Street, located right next to Dunkin' Donuts. Yes. And across from the produce store right yes yes so it should be an awesome show the weather is going to be nice come on down open the door so come by and say hello i'll be the first person you see when you walk in and the last person you see when you walk out mark's working the door i'm working the pole so hey just like it should be whoa yeah so brian have all these all bunch of new toys you'll be selling and there'll be a bunch of other cool vendors there as well so come on out check it out And we'll see you all there. And as always, be safe. Be kind. Rewind.